Hi, everybody. Welcome to Best Friends Club Podcast. I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. And this is season two, episode 24, the one with Barry and Mindy's wedding. Oh, boy. Oh, man. so much. I thought I was. So much. I was going to sing the graduation song to be oh, funny like Chandler and da, then I did it da, 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 da. <laughs> but then you accidentally <laughs> you actually sang the <laughs> yeah the dun, 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 dun. is that what she sings or no, that's, that's Star Wars when Monica has the braids in her hair and she sings Cry of the Valkyries from Apocalypse what was she trying to sing I can't I don't she's know. Like, Come on, it. I think she was just trying to be sexy. No, she's trying. She's like, isn't? Oh, she goes. Are you scared? And she goes, that's the graduation song or something. And he goes, no, it's not. It's Cry of the Valkyries from Apocalypse Now. That's two different clips. <laughs> no. I can't. Oh. He sings the. He tries to sing the wedding one right before they get married. And then the other and one is, is either. He sings a graduation song. And then the other time is Monica singing that, I dun, think, to dun, seduce dun, him when she has the braids. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. And he's like, oh it's Valero from 10. And she's like, he's like, no, oh, it's yeah. Cry the Valkyries from Apocalypse Now. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've never seen either of those movies. So no, this is all course, lost neither. on me. That's, that's the whole theme of the podcast is we've never, we don't know any of the references, <laughs> but we love the show. <laughs> Um, Chandler just gets so good. I know he does. <sighs> okay. Um, we need to get into it. We do. So, um, the opening is funny cause Joey's like, guys, I had this audition and I had to kiss a guy and the director said it wasn't very good. And you know, that's like saying to me, mother Teresa, not a good mother. Not a you know? good mother. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's little analogies. But uh, I also, they're like, well, what does Warren Beatty know about kissing? Because he's the director, I guess. But what yeah. does Warren Beatty know about kissing? Do we know? I tried to Google it. And okay, I remember from when I first watched this, like I, not mm-hmm. like the very first time I watched this episode, but from when I'd first heard this line, mm-hmm. I remember being like, oh yeah, like Warren Beatty, he's known for being like... I vaguely knew, I vaguely caught the reference. I don't mm-hmm. think I fully got it, but I vaguely caught it. Like, oh yeah, he's supposed to be known as like a really good lover or like maybe he has like a really big penis. I, that's what I remember thinking. Oh. And then I was like, why would that, why would I know that? And so I don't, um, so yeah, so watching it back recently, I was like, what is, what is it? Is he a good kisser? Did he have a bunch of on-screen love scenes? Like, and I couldn't find anything. Oh, I just found found something. Yep. Okay. Tell us. Apparently, the first Hollywood on-screen French kiss was in 1961 between Warren Beatty and Jan Norris. Oh, so he's like he was like the first it onto the screen. The first kisser. Okay. Okay. Doesn't necessarily mean he's the best, but okay. So he's like known because of that. Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. Interesting. Well, there you go. This is an article about on the BBC about pucker up for the most memorable on-screen kisses. 
And his is one of them? Well, that's like the opening paragraph. Who else is, who else are the most memorable on screen kisses? Uh, The notebook, the rain scene. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Where she like runs out. Um, Most realistic first kiss goes to Moonlight, which I didn't actually see. Oh, I did. It was good. Oh, was it? The most awkward first kiss goes to Back to the Future. The most long-awaited kiss goes to Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 between Ron Weasley and Hermione Granger, which I've also never mm. seen. Oh, my God. Don't, don't bring it up. Don't bring what up? I don't know how we're still friends. I love Harry Potter so much. I know. I cannot believe you've never... Have you never seen any of them? I tried to watch the first one before we went to Harry Potter World. Yeah. And didn't get very far because I was like packing. So yeah. I watched maybe also, like 15 minutes. It, the first two movies did not age well because the graphics are so mm. bad. Mm. And they're just so childish and like kid seeming that to be honest with you, I am embarrassed to have people watch them. Mm. Like, the stories are good. Like if you were to read the books, I think you'd actually really enjoy them. And being in London, I think it would be like a perfect London I thought about that. Yeah. I actually think it would be a perfect backdrop. Um, my sister rereads the books every couple of years. I've been meaning to reread them because like the, the books are really good. The, it's just the graphics on the first movie are so hard mm. to watch that I always feel bad. But you can't get into the story without understanding the context. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, look, if you need... Hi, Renee, you should do that while you're in London in the fall. Just Maybe. get the first one and see how far you get through it. That's okay. All. I'll try. Because it'll be like $5. That's true. Excuse me. Pounds. <laughs> uh, okay. I'll give it a shot. Oh, okay. but Can Ashley. Because I'm so excited for you. Oh, sorry. You didn't, the kisses? Well, no. You didn't tell everybody oh. that you um, got a certificate from Hogwarts, though. I didn't get a certificate. <laughs> I got a diploma from Hogwarts. Um, Renee ordered it online for me. <laughs> Can't remember anything else. That's it. That's the end of the story. That's the end of the story. I am pretty sure I'm the one that reminded my sister because she's obsessed with Harry Potter and so are her girls, my nieces. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure I was the one who reminded her when my nie- niece turned 11 to give her, because that's when Harry Potter gets his Hogwarts letter. Oh. And so I'm pretty sure I was the one that was like, you've got to send Amelie a letter to Hogwarts. Oh, that's funny. Cute, huh? That is cute. Cute now that I know that that's when he got the letter. Yeah, yeah. Cute now that I explained <laughs> it to you. Anyway, don't worry about it. Just, um, Renee, promise me you'll actually buy the first one and just try to read it. I will try to promise you that. It's not, that's not that hard to promise because you have like a Kindle, right? You could just buy it on your e-reader. I don't have a Kindle. Oh, well, how do you read books on your, don't you rent stuff from a library, like an online I do. Library? I use my iPad, but I didn't bring it on this trip. Ah. Uh, but I do have a okay. phone and I do have money. No, the, so. reading on a phone sucks. Wouldn't it be nice to like go to a cute old book, used bookstore in London and pick a copy up? Ashley, you're not going to believe me, but I actually went to a used bookstore yesterday and did look for Harry Potter because someone else had said I should read them while I'm here and I couldn't find it. I do believe you because you're an honest person. <laughs> Instead, I bought something <laughs> called the t- the tennis party. <laughs> that sounds horrid. It's uh, it's like rom commy, right? It's okay. all right so far. 
it's uh the lady who wrote Harry Potter a go. I will give it a shot. It's a lady who wrote all the shopaholic confessions of a shopaholic and all those books. Don't but know it was them. what's that? I don't know those. What'd you say? I don't know those books. Oh, you don't know those books. Confessions of a Shopaholic. Oh, okay. They were popular like when we were in high school and college. Oh. Isla Fisher's in the movie. Anyway, oh. we're getting real <laughs> off topic here. Um, so Joey's going to kiss a guy. Right. And so. How does he do? Well, Warren Beatty says he does bad. So he thinks he needs to practice. So Phoebe steps up to the plate and they have like a really nice looking kiss. They do. It's a great, on, one of the ten best great on screen kisses if I was voting. I would vote that pretty high too. Um, for a second, I'm like, oh, do I want them to be together? There's like good chemistry here. Um, but I was going to say, at first I was like, oh, we can mark kissing bingo. And then I'm like, oh no, we already marked them. We already have. So well, I was wondering, because she goes, I've kissed him before. I can do it again. Yeah. And I was like, wait a second. Did we mark it? And I looked it up and yes, we marked it. Because when she pretends to be Ursula. Oh, I, okay, 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 okay. I was thinking it was when David leaves and she's really sad and he kisses her, but that's not when he kisses her. No. Oh, yeah, that does happen too, but that's later on. It's, does it, no, you know, now I was thinking he kisses her when she turns 30 and she was like, I thought I was 30 but apparently I'm 31 I haven't done all this stuff I wanted to kiss, oh, a, kiss a Portuguese yeah. guy and he's like I'm a quarter Portuguese but doesn't he also kiss her when um, one of her boyfriends goes out of town or no maybe I'm making that up yeah I don't think that that happens I it's think just he like hugs her Portuguese thing yeah yeah okay um, um, we could almost have bingo with as many times as Joey and Phoebe kiss in the show seriously Maybe that should be a card option. Get a room, you two. Oh. Only Joey and Phoebe. <laughs> Just a bunch of squares of them. <laughs> 80 times. Um, <laughs> but he's like, yeah, you know, I'd recommend you to a friend. She says that. Yeah. And uh, Monica aptly points out, maybe you're just not comfortable kissing a guy, which I think is true. Mm. You would definitely yeah. kiss a guy different than you kiss a girl if you're a guy and you're not attracted to guys. Attracted. Yeah, exactly. And... Uh, and I feel like that in general, the mechanics just have to be different. I don't know. Anyway, so then he starts eyeing Ross and Chandler. My gosh, which so funny. It's so funny. And I truly love throughout the entire episode, it's just sprinkled in, but that he's basically like hitting on everyone. That's actually his only like purpose in this episode. Yes. He's, I'm pretty sure his only lines are him hitting hitting on the guys when he's yeah. like and you well I could eat you with a spoon <laughs> it's so funny and even when he's like hey Angela what are you doing tonight no I know yeah you still seeing that guy well I was thinking maybe the two of you could come out yeah uh, I love what, he just he does it so well like I love when when Monica comes up and she's like hey Richard's waiting downstairs and he's like oh Richard's here I should go say goodbye and like I know <laughs> It's so funny. Like, every little opportunity. Oh, Joey. He nailed it. I could just eat you with a spoon. Um, which I got to give him points for trying to at least set the mood, you know, a little bit. That's true. It's not just that he was trying to kiss him. It's that he was trying to hit on them, which is hilarious. I know. It's so funny. Um, 
And that, yeah, that's really the whole episode, which it just makes me laugh. And with like, you know, it's a little bit stressful, Barry and Mindy's wedding and like what's happening with Monica and Richard. So it is nice to have this like funny little light yeah, thing sprinkled through. Yeah. And I actually love that it's the closing of the episode too, because this episode always makes me a little bit sad. So yeah, the closing, it, yeah. it bookends. So this is the closing and Ross comes in and he's like, I want to be a good friend and damn it, I am a good friend. So come here. And he just goes over there and like lays one on him. And Joey's like, man, that was a good kiss. And you are a good friend. Of course, the audition was this morning and I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, so good. good kiss. But Rachel's good a kiss. lucky lady. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it because normally Ross oh. is the holdout for like things that are not, I don't know, yeah. like, you know, yes. Phoebe thinks her mom's yeah. in a cat. He's always like, the, the lotto kid, tickets. The, yeah. He's like the least likely yeah. to kind of veer off the path and... I love yeah. that it bugged him enough that he didn't feel like he was being a good friend. It's like really sweet. Um, yeah. And also very hilarious. Um, but if I, would you kiss me if I needed you to? <laughs> Definitely. Would that be weird? Because we're such good friends. I think it would be really weird. I don't know. About, I don't like French kissing would be weird. Well, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, if you I, needed I, me to, Renee, I would. Well, thanks. It would be really weird. I don't want to. I just want to be clear. Yeah. I really don't want well, to. I feel like it would be super weird. You... Yeah. So and I don't know what I it... mean. Like, I know that yeah. if you needed me to, you would have really needed me to. Because so for everyone out there, like Renee and I have been best friends since we were twelve, but we're not touchy or like particularly affectionate or like like we hug and all that. Correction. Stuff, but we're like, I'm touchy and particularly affectionate, and Ashley is there too. Oh, okay. I'm just basically molesting you at all times. But you're not, though. That's the thing is, like, I don't feel like you're always hanging all over me or, like, holding my hand or playing with my hair. Like, you don't do that kind of stuff, really. I do. You just have – it's become ingrained in in the normalcy of you being around. I'm not, like – I don't think it's over the top, but I do play with your hair and I do, like – I don't know, like, touch your arms and stuff. We don't really hold hands, though, probably because – I didn't type HH into the computer, so you didn't know we were. HH. Oh, <laughs> hands. Oh, yeah. Should we talk about that one next? Or yeah. Wanna... Yeah. Okay. No. Well, thank you for being willing. I don't know what extenuating circumstances would arise that I would need you to kiss me, but it's it's good to know that I well, have you what, as an like, option. Oh, would you kiss me if I needed you to? Of course. No, thanks. That's easy. Again, don't know why, but yeah. I was thinking like Joey could just go to a, like a gay bar and find a dude. Yeah, he probably could. It was New York. There was plenty of opportunities to like find a guy to kiss. Because, okay, so when he's like trying to get his friends, I get it. But then when he's like calling up girls from I his know. past and trying to kiss their <laughs> random boyfriends, I was like, Joey, like literally just go to a gay bar and yeah. kiss somebody there. But, but this is funnier. It's funnier, true. And I'm sure someone would have ended up falling in love with him there. Yeah, that's maybe he just didn't want to bring He didn't want to lead so. anybody on. Um, he doesn't seem to mind leading women on, so. That's true. Excellent point, Ashley. Touche. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so next up to bat, we've got Chandler, who's got his Compi365 out there. Um. And Phoebe's like, what are you doing? And his upturned he's like, collar. Oh, yeah, that's right. And they're like, you wore the same clothes you wore last night. 
And he's like, yeah, I was with met a girl. And they're like, ooh it's And it's so like, weird. we've just been yeah. talking on the internet. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Dork. Yeah. But, but like, he's like, oh, she told me to get real. And so I have. This is what it's like. I was like, is, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think so it's just that he's you not. with your shirt collar upturned? No, no it's just vest? that he's not, like, making jokes every 10 seconds. Like being sarcastic. Just, yeah, okay. Like, being normal and they're all like ew yeah. gross stop it <laughs> it's weird weird i don't like you like this yeah it's funny um but like this is the this is this is the only dot-com boom i really know anything about and it's aol instant messenger oh my gosh aim how much of our lives do you think we spent on aim. aol instant messenger and thinking about aim and like being like saving conversations from aim who's gonna be on aim tonight i really hope i can talk to ian no i want to talk to jack we're gonna save our conversations Um, and it's basically like it was like the original okay for you children out there who don't know and people who didn't have aol maybe if you weren't in america you had yahoo instant messenger or like msn messenger or whatever because whenever i say aim nobody knows i'm talking about over here but um it was like the original text messaging because you or Mm -hmm. like yeah, because you could be talking to multiple people at once. You, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it other than like, it, okay, sorry. To answer your question, I have no idea, but it was a major part of middle mm-hmm. school for us. And how high much school. How would you say? I mean. Yeah, and high school. A decent amount. At least like an hour a night if I could swing it. What's your best AIM story? Yeah. Oh, because also everybody remind you, remember that this is the time of the world when there was also dial up. So we were fighting with our parents who wanted to mm-hmm. use the computer and the phone are siblings who wanted to use the phone yeah but <laughs> so ashley you were so phones. lucky because your sister had already graduated at this point and you had a second yeah, phone so line like the bougie woman you are okay our printer still printed out with like those things you had to rip off the side until i was who like who cares 18. you you could download with reckless abandon <laughs> But you did, I had I, I know and I had one phone line how did I pull this off how was I my family not like we up. need to use the phone get off the computer well, you did all you did all your Napster downloading overnight did I yeah you would you would like try to you decide what you want okay guys Renee had a side hustle making mm-hmm. mixed CDs except for I never <laughs> for made any burn. money Burning just a mix gave CD. them all away. Burning mixies for a dollar. Yeah, she did. That's it's totally legal. Crazy. Don't worry about it. But she'd be like, "Okay, I'm gonna make Nene's summer mix, Nene's booty mix, mm-hmm. Nene's party mix, and Nene's so mix pick, ink, like, Nene's mix mix." You'd pick like <laughs> twelve songs, or however many fit on a CD back then. I think it was twelve or thirteen if you had a short one. And you would just basically download them all from Napster, like set them overnight. And then in the morning when they downloaded, you'd burn them to discs, use a Sharpie to write what they were and hand them out at school. I still have a lot of them. Oh, I remember. Oh my gosh. How could I forget? I still have some. Not in, no, not with me right now, but I have them at my house. Oh my gosh. So I will see if I can find some photos of them. I, um... There were a few years I got really into it and I made like a Valentine's themed one and a Christmas themed one. <laughs> and I made like collages with magazine cutouts oh and made a cover. Oh, basically, yeah. basically a graphic designer. 
and a track listing on the back and put them in the little CD jewel cases. I gave them as gifts. in high school was the best time ever. I know. I definitely have, I think, the cover to one of them because I still – If you I can thought find I, it, I will to try to find it. it. I, um, I'm pretty sure I still have it. I thought that my – you remember those big black binders of CDs? Yes. I thought that got stolen out of my car because I didn't have – well, so my CD player no longer works in my car and it's 2019, so I don't really use them, but – um. I thought they just didn't exist anymore, but I found them in a box in my basement when I was looking for photos for this podcast. Oh, <laughs> and lucky us. They're still there. And so oh okay. I'm pretty positive You've I've had to listen to them. Yeah. I found one somewhere once and I was I cannot remember where, but I found one I was trying to listen to it and it was so scratched. I couldn't mm-hmm. even like get through two songs, but it was just like I don't know, you guys. We'll we'll find it and we'll like publish the track lists because Renee was a pro at this. She's basically a producer. Basically before. a producer. She's basically Timbaland. <laughs> of illegally downloaded songs. Napster Ashley, downloaded. there was – do you remember when we had our 10-year high school reunion and your car was parked at your parents' house before they moved? <gasps> Is and that so I went where we and found picked, it? Yeah. So Ashley's parents – were taking care of her grandparents, so they weren't living at their house. But her car – do you live in Chicago then? Yeah. yeah. Ashley's car was still at her parents' house, and so we were going to use it for the weekend in our hometown for our high school reunion. And when we got there, there was one CD, and it was a CD mix that I made, I want to say in eighth or ninth grade, because I Hope You Dance was on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but also – I think Olympus gets song, if I'm remembering I'm sure correctly. And wasn't it the one that had both of those suicide songs? Yes, Pepper Roach and Adam and song? Adam song. Like, so I don't do? know if like you were it was, was a cry like, for help or what was happening. No, do you remember? Because I was like, were our parents worried about us? I don't remember <laughs> them ever ask like checking in with me. Rude. <laughs> but also, I just think they were popular songs. We weren't like yeah. listening to them on we repeat. Were, no. We were just like, cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Ashley's got her cheerleading bow in her hair. (laughs) Nobody ever saw the signs. Oh, my gosh. Last resort by Papa Rose. (laughs) I know. It was very popular on TRL. Oh, my gosh. Okay. What? It was also very popular at my friend in Chicago's moving party. Um, I was friends with a guy who DJed and we were like, we have to, we want to dedicate this song to you. <laughs> Papa Roach last resort. He was like, what? And we're like, just go with it. Oh, when you said moving party, I was thinking like when your friends are like, come over and help me move and I'll buy you pizza. And I was like, that feels accurate to the activity. That's true. No, uh. we were like moving to a different state and we were like, we just want to dedicate this song to you. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Oh, so Chandler's internet girlfriend. Do we have internet boyfriends? Do we have any internet boyfriends? Oh, I was going to ask you, what was your best aim story? I don't Do know. Remember? I can't really think of anything. I feel like I don't, I don't, can't really think of anything. I'm pretty sure I got asked out on aim, but I don't think that's unique. <gasps> hey. Who asked you out? Lewis, I think. 
But maybe it was that we were like chatting a lot on AIM and then he called me and asked me out. I can't really remember, but I know the love blossomed over the summer on Instant Messenger. So I still to this day remember like one of my best AIM nights was when I was talking with Jack. Oh, good one. We yeah, he was cute, right? He's we cute. Were just like he's still cute. Having a he's probably still cute. <laughs> we were having like a I don't even remember. I don't even remember what we were talking about. It was nothing sexy. I think we were just chatting, and I was probably I was very wholesome, and I think we were just having a conversation. I just remember thinking it was like it was totally like what Chandler was talking about. Like it just I remember having the warm fuzzies, and oh. did we the only. The only AIM messages that I remember printing out were ones where it was like juicy gossip was spilled, like mm. Ian kissed so-and-so and admitted it over AOL Instant Messenger. So we printed out the messages. Mm. I definitely have some AOL remember? printed messages somewhere. Do you remember what they were, like what receipts you were trying to get out of that? No, I don't. Um I'm guessing it was probably just absolutely nothing with whatever guy I had a crush on at the time. And right. he responded. And like, so obviously he was in love. Yeah. <laughs> um, if I can find those, I will definitely post them. But oh. I don't I don't know how tell far I would have to tell, dig. Tell you what. If you can find those, Renee and I will do a dramatic reading. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the world's uh, best thing? Hopefully, I find your conversations instead of mine. Oh, God. You're probably going to find <laughs> mine, and it's going to be the dumbest thing, and they're going to do a dramatic reading. We're going to find them, and we're going to do a dramatic reading for you guys. I, I feel like most nights, wait. you would get on AIM, and there'd be like a bunch of people on, and someone would message you, or you'd message them. You'd be like, hey. You'd be like, hey, what's up? Not what's much up? here. You? Not, not much. much. And that was it. homework. You? And that was it. You know, like because nobody that's had anything to say. What Tinder is so I know you've never been on them mm. because you've been in a relationship too long. Literally, that is Tinder. Mm. Hey, how's it going? Good. You good? Busy week? Yeah, same. Low. Like the end. That's oh. it. So basically, you've done it. I know it's a cesspool. Don't ever go back. <laughs> so <laughs> it's so I should cancel my account. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, that's. I mean, I guess. Because you want that initial, you want to initiate the conversation, but if you don't have anything to say, yeah, I don't know. So on AIM, I remember it was exactly that. It was basically like you would get online, you would find all of your friends who all had screen names, like what were like baby, baby girl, girl, honey child, you, and like up and down letters, up and down letters, or like XO and underscores at the end, or like limp is kit 69 all of our, or like yeah, always 69 so dumb all of our what i feel like all the guys always had 69 at the end of their always oh, or some of them a bunch of them had 311 because <laughs> well, that was a band yeah i know but oh you know. yeah they all had like alternative band names what was what was yours Mine was star two four five eight and then nay twenty four nay. <laughs> Mine was Ash loves BSB five because I loved the Backstreet Boys. And you know, it was much later in I life that no I realized regrets. the five was because there's five of them. Yeah. 
What was yours before I didn't that? Make it Ash loves BSB. Um, before that, it was okay. So before that, wasn't like hedgehog neighbors, granola or something like that. Pretty no. much, my neighbors <laughs> got the internet and a computer before we did, mm-hmm. like two years before. So it's funny that you were like Miss Bougie because like we were way late to the party with stuff. So that's probably. You know, all that money my dad saved on AOL subscriptions for the first five years when everyone else had them, he bought the second phone line. But um, my neighbor had the internet, which I think we've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. It was so generous of her when you only have an hour a month to, like, let the annoying neighbor kid have, like, 15 of those minutes. Well, I only um, had five hours a month. I don't know if other people had better plans, probably. Oh, sure. Maybe. Yeah, sure. Um, She made me a screen name and... I was in the fourth grade. No, I was in the sixth grade. No, I was in the fourth grade. And I had two cats. And apparently that's the only memorable feature of me that my neighbor's (laughs) mom remembered. Because she made it catnip A-W. So it looked like catnip paw. That was my first screen name. Thank you, Catnip A-W? Yeah, because of my initials. Oh, at least it wasn't like, at least it wasn't like eyebrows McGee or something like that. Also an identifying (laughs) feature at that time. Glasses and braces, 69. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. Can we check if that's still available? (laughs) That's a missed opportunity. (laughs) Imagine the messages I would have received. Oh my god! <laughs> I hold on. I got to change my Instagram name. <laughs> oh my gosh, Ashley! I will give you a hundred dollars if you change your. Instagram. It's gonna cost you more than that, Ray. You got that raise? No, I got, no. I only have a hundred dollars. That's my last hundred dollars, and it's yours <laughs> if you change your. It's your Instagram name to glasses braces sixty nine. <laughs> I can't open my phone screen because I'm laughing so hard I can't open my eyes. Oh my gosh! Okay. Oh my gosh! That was a really big missed opportunity right there. <laughs> oh, she could have trolled me so hard. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, that made my abs hurt. That was good. Oh man. <laughs> uh, so if you guys want to share, I think we've asked for AIM screen names and nobody sent us any. So guys, so get on to it, you guys. Let us know if you were a little baby honey child, nine, or if you were, you know, Jen loves in sinks five. Yeah, just us. let us know. I would love to meet that person. <laughs> um, um, I do remember too. You could do that thing where, like, um, oh, and if you own glasses and braces, sixty-nine Renee will pay you a hundred dollars for the handle. <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I do remember that like, Aim got cool features where you could type like percent and percent, and it would be like would say the other person's name so it could be because you could put on away messages you could mm-hmm. put in like brb percent and percent mm-hmm. i'm off 
thinking about you or something. And it would look like it said, BRB, nay, 24, nay, I'm off thinking about you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Oh, my gosh. She's thinking about me. Did she write that to everybody? And I was like, no, tricked you. So there's some. F- oh, but most people did song lyrics for their away yep. messages. That was me. Um, also, I feel like there was that uh, feature for a while where it, you could like make a ghost version of yourself. Like, what? if you wanted to get on AIM, but you didn't want people to see you, you could put, you could make a list of people that could see you. And that's, those are the only people that could see you. Don't worry, you were on my list. Oh. I feel like I remember that too. Like, yeah, like if you needed to, okay, so that's kind of, like if you needed to. That was to like much later on. Neato mode. Mm-hmm. I basically remember though. That you would get on AIM, you would just start chatting to as many people as were like on that you were friends with, and then you'd basically just wait to see who had the best conversation. And it was like, oh, so and so said they were going to get on around eight, so mm-hmm. I've got to go eat dinner really quick because I got to be back at eight to get on AIM when James is on or whatever. Yeah, oh, those are the good old days. Time. Yeah. Anyway. Chandler is HH with his online girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yep. They are HH. And they're getting real. And I love how Phoebe's like, it could be a guy. Like, it could be a giant guy. And I, I think love this it is could the be a first guy. This is the first mentioning of catfishing. Which well, I think. In the world or in Friends? Well, and friends, but I mean, I feel like online chit chat was just kind of a big thing at this point. <clears throat> so I actually think a lot more people were catfishing other people back then because there was no like way to prove anything. And I don't know if it was like big catfishing, like swindling or trying to get them to fall in love, That's but I think point, people were definitely pretending. To... Thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't a known tactic yet. Yeah, but I think there's something about people just want to be like their fantasy selves. So even if it's just like, oh, I look like this or I'm this age or whatever, like little lies in catfishing people. Um, but mm. do you know anyone who's catfished? Um, I can hear you clicking a button. Oh, sorry. That's okay. I wasn't sure if you were looking something up because you were kind of I was... dragging your answers. I was looking up if Glasses Braces 69 was available on Instagram, and it is. So get a Not change anymore. in. <laughs> Excellent. Not I will send you that anymore. check. Um, do we know anyone? Do you know anyone who's been catfished? Ooh, um, that's a good question. Do I know anyone who's been catfished? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I don't think like any of my friends, close friends or family that I can remember. Do you? I have friends who I think were catfished, but we've never been able to confirm it. (gasps) Who? So I have two guy friends who talked to this. What? Oh, I was going to. Yeah. So there was the, was it the two guys who were talking to this? Sorry. You tell the story. You tell the story. Um, there were two guys both talking to this girl on MySpace, or that's how they met her, met in quotes. Um, and they talked to her for a long time, like on the phone. 
in messages. Like they both talked to her for a really long time. This girl on MySpace. One of them met her on MySpace and the other one started messaging her too. Because they were friends. Okay. Best friends, actually. And she was supposed to meet up with them. She only lived a few hours away. And so she was supposed to meet them like several times and never had, mm-hmm. never did. And I have mm-hmm. always said, and it it like, it was a sore spot in their friendship for a while because they were both chatting with her. And I was like, guys, I'm pretty sure it's just a dude like I don't think that it's really her because if it was don't you think you would have met her by now I don't know just seems fishy to me seems catfishy to me so none of them ever met her Mm -mm. and it was like over years it was over several years so it wasn't like oh we talked for two months and then we never met so it must be catfish it's like over a few years at least wow you know it's it's like when you watch the TV show Catfish, it's so easy to be like, how could you fall for that? But honestly, um, I think that it's it's so easy. Like because I think it would be easy. on human tendencies yeah. and on loyalty and on trust. And like, I mean, people are manipulators in real life. So, of course, they mm-hmm. would be online as well. Oh, yeah. And you also like if you see you see what you want to see so like if you're lonely or you're looking for a certain quality in a person and you find it you're not really going to question it you're just going to think you're going to take you'll take anything at face value until you have a reason to be proved otherwise yeah so and I think you tend to assume that people are being as honest as you're being or mm-hmm. as kind hearted you know people are as good as you are you know yep, and totally so like, oh well, who would ever do that because yeah. there's other people that are out there just having a laugh because they're bored or whatever i want to know how many people were catfishing each other at the same time oh, i bet a lot a good question i bet a lot like everybody's lying basically oh my gosh everybody's lying i'm mm-hmm. so mistrustful everybody's I lying i bet everybody's lying um okay. anyway enough about the internet well, enough about this, our internet. Let's talk about, about our internet. internet. Chandler's internet girl wants to meet, but she finds out he finds out that she's div- in the middle of a divorce or that she's married. She's she finds married. out that she's currently she, married. Yeah. And um, yeah. so he is and like that's this. Why she wants to meet because yeah, he, she wants, he keeps he's ignoring her. Yeah, and so he decides to meet her, and of course he's waiting at the coffee shop, and as she walks in, he just knows it. Because it's freaking Janice. It's your favorite girl. My favorite girl is back. Better than ever. Oh my God. Janice. (laughs) And he just walks up to her and just gives her a big old kiss. Oh, I know. I do love their kiss at the end. Mm -hmm. She's not on our kissing bingo. So sorry, guys. Oh, yeah. Not, yep. not one for the card. Um, yeah, I was thinking of you when she walked in. I was like, oh, Renee's going to be thrilled. Janice I'm is so happy. I can't remember how long she lasts this time, but. I was going to say that too, but that's okay. We'll find out together in the next couple episodes. Yeah. I feel like it can't yeah. be long. I don't think it's, I never, I don't think it's ever very long. They never um, talk about how Chandler and Janice meet in the first place, do they? No, they're just together in the beginning. Are they together in like not in the first episode? Uh, they don't say whether they're together or not. Okay. 
but I feel like he is dating in the oh maybe she is in the first uh, first couple episodes because remember she's like career Janice in the first time we see her she's yeah. talking about like the photo shoot that goes wrong I can't remember if that's the first episode or later it's pretty early on it's early yeah um, that's right. okay but yeah she back she better than ever she's getting divorced or she's gonna be getting divorced and uh well her husband's cheating on her at least so husband's cheating on her and so obviously they're soulmates we know this mm-hmm. her he calls out to her like a foghorn and they just find each other other couples that speaking of other couples that are maybe soulmates and kind of would have been good together should we talk mm. about monica and richard i guess then it has to be real. It's okay. We'll, we'll we won't save it for the very end, so that we can talk about other stuff afterwards. Okay. Okay. So there. Uh, oh. oh, I think this goes without saying, but if you guys were ever catfished or have a good catfish story, oh, obviously, write in. Tell us. Obviously, we want to know the details big time. Yeah, and don't we won't judge you. Like, well, if you were catfishing somebody, that's. We might think you're mean, but if yeah. you were catfished, you can tell us without feeling ashamed. We want to mm-hmm. hear it. I'm also reading this book called The Confidence Man, which is all about con artists. And oh, if anyone's interested in that kind of thing, it's really interesting. Ooh, that sounds really good. Mm-hmm. It's will really good. Will you post good. a link to it? I will post a link to the book, The Confidence Man. It's fantastic. So about halfway through, it's pretty good. Um, but yeah, so Monica and Richard are babysitting Bullcut Ben. They're playing peekaboo of sorts. And Ben obviously is so thrilled. You can see it all over his face. I'm just kidding. He hasn't made an expression in 20 years. It's just sitting there. Monica's like, there he is. And most babies would like smile or scrunch their nose or laugh or something. And Ben just, just sits there. Like the potato blankly. blob he is. Um, and so they start talking about it. And, well, I guess earlier in the episode, Phoebe had mentioned something about wonder what our wedding would be like to Monica and Richard. And she's like, I'm not even thinking about that. And then she's like, actually, I am. I'm just terrified to bring it up. So she has it in her head. Maybe they should talk about it. And they start talking about the future. And Richard's like, you're definitely in it. We could move to France. And da-da-da-da-da. And Monica's like, do you see a little bassinet in the corner? And he's like, uh, I like kids. I have kids. I don't really want to do the yeah. beef 70 when our kid graduates kind of thing. Yeah. Which I get big time. Yeah. In um, a, so in a way, I get it. And it, so, okay, a couple of things about that. Because in a way, I'm like, yes, you've already got adult children that are Monica's age and grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Um, however, Monica would be a fantastic mom. Mm-hmm. So when he's like, I don't want to do the 4 a.m. feeding. I want to do the this and the that. It's like it wouldn't be like when you were 20 and you guys were both like figuring it out for the first time and stressed and tired. Like I do feel like it would have been a different experience with Monica. Yeah. Because I think she's really, really, really into it. And he also has done it before. So it wouldn't be so like nerve wracking. Also, he's a doctor and she has a job now yet. I can't remember if she has a job yet or not. But. You'd have to assume that, like, maybe they could afford childcare and stuff like that, too. 
Yeah, but I think it's less, I think it's less the like little details of raising a kid and the fact that for 18 years, that's what you're doing. Like, true, that's right. Because he does say, and then our life can start. But I'm like, but you would be able to afford to like take your kid on skiing trips to France. I know, but I think it's more like he's five years from retiring, you know? Yeah. Like he's kind of done the the like 20s and 30s and 40s thing of like getting a job, building a business, yeah. raising a family. Um, True. I think it would kind of be akin to him like quitting his practice and starting over from the bottom as an apprentice, you know? Like you've already right. put in the time in this category of life. And so I think it's not that he doesn't want kids or doesn't want to do like some of the things. I just think it would it really would be like going back 20 years, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so I, I do want to say I think Monica and Richard both get gold stars for knowing themselves well enough in these conversations. Um, neither one of them, like, pretend. Well, Monica does for, like, half a second. And but Richard kind of does. Like, he kind of bows out and it's like, well, okay, we can do it. But. But. I don't know. But he also is doing it just because he loves her so much. And I think that that is – he's making a sacrifice rather than saying – pretending he wants to do it. Okay, sure. Well, I know. I was like, it would be so easy for Monica when he's like, okay, if you want to, if you have to have kids, I'll do it for her to be like, okay, great. Let's do that. Sounds good. When are we getting married? Like, I know. She didn't do that. I am too. I mean, I think most people would. I love the two of them together. I'm just – it's really, and I think that's what makes it like even sadder is that he is willing to give her exactly what she wants. But, and I do think if they did stay together and they did have the baby, he would be happy. You know, he'd be like fine, and he'd be happy. You adjust, yeah, and so. you forget that you didn't want it, and you'd forget that that's not the life you wanted in the first place. But, um, but I'm like, she makes the really, really hard. But probably right, obviously right for her decision that she doesn't want to do it. She doesn't want to force him to do it. Yeah. Ugh. But it's so sad. And I think yeah. he's so sweet. And I I don't necessarily think that she should have taken him up on it. I think it would have been really easy to. But we could do a little bit wish she did I would like to see the one that could have been with Richard and Monica together. Oh, interesting. That would be a good play. Some fan fiction. Once again, we're back to fan fiction. Um, But when they're kind of breaking up in the dance, it's so sad. Like, what do we do? I guess we just keep dancing. Like, oh, it's just really sad. I know. And I feel like it would be a great opportunity to play John Mayer's Slow Dancing in a Burning Room. Because that's what it makes me think of. Like... Yeah. Everything's or, going up in flames around us and we're just going to. Yeah. So it, it would also be good to play Papa Roach last resort. <laughs> yes. I mean, is there ever a bad time to play that song? Cut my no. life into pieces. Yeah. I think it fits. Uh, Let's call the music supervisor and see you. if they can make a rewrite. We'll see. Maybe we could do some clips and just see which one sounds Yeah. Better. Oh, my gosh. If uh, I don't really know how to do that. But if we could make a clip of that <laughs> with that music in the background, that would be that would be something. 
It would be something. It would be something. Oh, um, okay. But yeah, it always makes me cry. Just like seeing them come to it. Oh, did you cry? I cry all the time. Not like big <laughs> sobs, but like very much my eyes were filled tear. with tears. Yeah. Oh. Um, it's just sad. It's it's also I think the hardest relationships to end are the ones where there's like not really anything wrong, you know. Like yeah, absolutely, it'd They're be easier if he was mature. a yeah. It'd be so much easier if he was just being a total jerk about it, but he's not. No, he's not at all. He's trying really to like. And- I know he's like trying to do whatever it takes to make her happy, which is so 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 sweet. Yeah, but I think in the end, she loves and respects him too much to like quote unquote make him do it um yeah. which is even sad you know it's like oh they love and respect each other too much oh so I know. sad I know they're both so being sad. too mature and you know I know it's okay it's not the last time we see Richard we'll see him again not. in a few seasons we do we'll see you soon Richard love you it's not goodbye it's just so good night for now oh just listen to Papa Roach until we see you again. You'll be fine. <laughs> um, and then we've got the namesake of this episode, Barry and Mitty's wedding, which can we, for a second, why do you think Richard yeah. and Monica were invited to this wedding? That I well, that was a question I wrote down. Okay. And I did think that, like, if they all grew up in the same part of Long Island. Yeah, I guess. Then I was like, I was like, well, you know, if if Barry and Rachel knew each other, then maybe, like, Barry and Monica did or maybe like Richard's Richard was friends with Barry's parents I don't know I was like that was my guess because because I'm like yeah Monica wasn't even invited to Rachel's wedding oh right so it's probably Richard yeah good point guessing I was like why are Monica and Richard going but yeah yeah okay we'll say that Richard knows Barry's dad okay that works for me I like that okay they they met at the club. But I have so much to say about this wedding. So many problems. Um, well, the glaring, the worst part of this wedding is obviously is the bridesmaids' dresses. Rachel's dress, yeah, and the hat, the giant hat. Oh, goodness! That is only okay. So for those of you who are not have not just watched this, it's the Pepto Bismol pink, giant poofy, crazy looking polyester shiny dress with a giant rhinestone on yeah right in the middle like rhinestone brooch in the middle and then a weird like sunday school hat (laughs) yes now do we think that this because mindy's wedding dress is not great either do we think it's because mindy has poor taste or because she's one of those people that wants her bridesmaids dresses to look bad so she looks better i think it's just loud 90s tackiness okay I yeah, I don't think when I don't think that uh, Mindy has very good taste. Um, also, to the fact that like literally everything apparently was the same at this wedding, they just yeah, replicated let's it. Talk about that too. Oh my gosh, so tacky! It was like the same hall, the same band, Ugh. the same people. Um, why? Okay, why? I know that Rachel agreed to Jennifer Gray. To be her maid of honor. Why, though? Uh, I think just for old time's sake. Because would you ever in a million years be 
the maid of honor at your ex-fiance's wedding when he's marrying the girl that he cheated on you with? Um, I'm going to go with probably not. Maybe they're just like, this is just like a trashy, incestuous friend group. I don't know. Maybe. But also I think because Rachel did not really love Barry at all. It doesn't like, really. Okay. I think like she's not as hurt by it as she could have been if she was actually well, in love. Barry's hurt by it because he won't stop bringing it up. I know. Well, I'm like, well, maybe you could have like maybe changed a little bit about this wedding, Barry. It wouldn't be that hard. But I'm thinking if I was Mindy, even more so, so, if mad. I was Mindy, I would not want it to even a little bit resemble Rachel and Barry's wedding. So the part where – so I get if it's like, well, she was my best friend and so might be weird, but I still want her to be in it with me because, you know, our best friendship is stronger than, you know, this drama or whatever. But, yeah, I would not want – I would not want anything to resemble the new no. wedding. And I – but it sounds like Barry's kind of a jerk, so maybe that was his call. I would get so pissed if he started making references when he's like, oh – by this time at our wedding, you were halfway to... I know. Like, that would... I would be like, just so we're clear, comments about your former wedding are not allowed. I know. I... You shouldn't even have to say it, but... I just don't understand it at all. None of it. Uh, I feel so bad for Mindy. New Mindy. Yeah, new Mindy. Like, this girl. Where'd she come from? What happened to Jennifer Gray? Is she busy? She hasn't done anything in 20 years. I was going to say, was Jennifer Gray too popular at this point? No, because she after. did. This is after her popularity. Maybe so. She's I don't know. Of something else. Maybe she's busy. Maybe. But I, I feel like they kind of smooshed together Mindy's character with the girl that had the crazy laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. Made it into one where she's like Rachel, and I was like, oh, that's not that's not Jennifer Gray. But um, yeah, I don't even remember where I started. To, I don't know. The whole thing is just a horror show. It's so cringeworthy. The, like, I don't know, all of it. I think it's so, uh, I don't know why you would do anything resembling your ex-best friend's former wedding with the gone. same guy. Like, oh. Like, no, I w- I w- if I was Rachel, I'd have been like, look, Ben, I love you. I swear it's behind us. I wish you nothing but happiness. But I think it'd be better for everybody if we just put it in the past. Because I know you're beyond it. I know I'm beyond it. But everyone else at that wedding wouldn't be able to let it go. Yeah. And I think there is something – and she says this. Like, she just wants to, like, be in front of these people and, like, yeah, move on. Like, reclaim it back. Mm -hmm. But this wasn't the time to do that. I don't know. I guess it was her opportunity, she thought. But Well, and she was invited – you know, she was invited to. So she's like, if I turn it down – maybe she thought, if I turn it down, it makes me look like I can't handle it. I don't know. You know, people, like, in situations like that feel like they have something to prove and – Rachel, you don't owe them anything. And especially with with the, everybody thinking that she went crazy because of syphilis. Oh, my gosh. I know. Because <laughs> you were kind of insane from the syphilis, which is, <sighs> okay. wow. So should we talk about, like, should we start from the best man's speech? Or is there anything before them that you want to talk about? Well, Rachel tucks her dress oh, into her bloomers. In. Okay, doubloons. <laughs> her bloomers. Isn't that what they are? I thought it was just I... underwear. Oh. They're just so shiny and pink. Just assumed they were like yeah, part they of are... the the getup. 
part of the getup. Yeah, okay, maybe. Um. Yeah, major wardrobe malfunction, which you would obviously feel that because that dress is so big and foofy. You would feel the draft coming from the other side. Oh, I know what I was going to say. I love the lady that plays the wedding coordinator. Mm-hmm. She's my favorite. And if I, I would cast her in every movie, play, production, dance, whatever. She was in Austin Powers. <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh, was she? She was like with um, whatever the bald guy's character. Mike Myers as the bald guy. Dr. Evil. Yeah. She's like on his... I don't know, committee. Oh, yes. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, I did not realize that was that lady. Yeah, that's her. And she's in other stuff, too. I just can't think of anything at the moment. Oh, okay. She's hilarious. I love her. She does is she in Drop Dead so Gorgeous, well. too? She is. Um, yes. She is. Um, what's the main lady's name? Christy. Christy. Not Brinkley. No, not Brinkley. Weight Watchers. Kirstie. Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley. It's her like little sidekick um, planning the pageant. We're going to, we've got to find this woman. Yes. You guys, have you, if you guys have not seen Drop to Gorgeous, go download it right now. It's the best. Go watch it. It's so funny. Come here. I can. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so we've got her, the coordinator lady. It's like, chop, chop. Let's get this wedding on the road. Didn't notice Sorry. the dress tucked into the undies. Kind Mm-mm. of your job, but okay. Kind of your job, lady. But yeah, the best man speech. Like, I don't know. Everyone just... Basically, Sucks. honestly, if anyone should be pissed in that scenario, I think it's Mindy. Yep, agree. I've got to tell you, like... I know that Rachel didn't bring it all on herself, but I get so annoyed by how much attention Mm -hmm. is on Rachel at Mm -hmm. this wedding. And I feel so bad for Mindy. I do too. Somehow. What do you mean somehow? Well, I mean, because she likes, you know, was hooking up with her best friend's fiance. I guess that's true. You know, I I don't really feel bad for her. But in the end... It is her wedding, and yeah, everyone's talking about Rachel. And no one's mentioned Mindy once. Rachel. No, she's she, she could, and her her husband is like even talking about Rachel. And I know. Her, so I feel so bad for her, and I I know. I kind of, I guess I feel like at the beginning Ross kind of sets the scenes when he's like, "Uh, honey, usually people are focused on the bride because she's like, oh, everyone's gonna be looking at me and talking about me." And so maybe that's why when it happens, I blame her a little bit. But I guess it's not really her fault because it's like Mm-mm. Barry brings her up. Her dress is tucked in on accident and she draws attention. And then like, yeah, the best man's speech. Like she didn't ask for any of that. If I was me, yeah. I'd be crying by that point. I know. I'm like, can you imagine your wedding and all they do is keep talking about your husband's old wedding? Ugh, woof. Oof. And then when Ross gets up, I'm like, oh my gosh, Ross, not the time. Not the time. I thought it was a nice gesture because he was trying to support. I know Rachel he was doing. I know it was coming from a really good place, but I don't think it was any better. No, I don't think it made any it any better. <laughs> you know, I was gonna. I was wondering how you felt about Ross's grand gesture. I do think, like, I do think it was well intentioned and well-intentioned. sweet, but. St- 
still not the right move. Um, he should have. He should have realized that because she'd even said before the last thing she wanted was attention on her. So right. He should have just like sat, held her hand and been like, "It's okay. We can leave in thirty minutes. We can." Be yes. Gone, you know, or like whatever. Yes, but I think instead of just like letting it end, he like draws it out a little bit more, there and I think it's something that I would be tempted to do in the situation. So I'm not like. Mm. you know I could totally see how you would think like well I'm gonna defend them that will help someone needs to defend them the justice side of me would kick in but I don't think it was the right move um I do think Rachel just getting up and being like listen enough's enough let's sing Copacabana is is at least a better way to move on for the night was actually very proud of her for doing that for going Mm -hmm. okay what was the because she was like I wanted to like be able to use this to kind of get over it and like have my dignity and move on and she's like that didn't happen and so then she picked the other most embarrassing moment of her Mm -hmm. life and just smush them together i'm just gonna i'll reclaim that and that's what i'm gonna do and then it'll be like none of it will hold any power over me anymore and i was like Mm -hmm. i'm impressed good for you she's her own windkeeper she uh, rachel you became your own windkeeper she she bead her own windkeeper she bead (laughs) <laughs> yeah so i, I think it's probably good that. that she did it then she didn't have to wonder if everyone was talking about her because they were um but yeah the so whole situation she, is yeah, just like, turned it crazy around and made yeah. it funny and fun um All but right. i was thinking about i just watched the episode not too long ago where um ross is gonna marry emily and rachel doesn't want to go okay and um She's like, I'm not going because Ross is my ex-boyfriend and it would be weird. And Phoebe's like, oh, no, you're in love with him. But I like, I thought it was funny that she thought, because obviously the Rachel's like, oh, you're right. I do love him. You know, she kind of comes to terms with yeah. it. But it's funny to me that she thought she wasn't going because she thought it was awkward. But she went to her yeah. ex-fiance's replica wedding of her wedding while he was marrying her best friend, you know. But, but how many season, I think what I do think it's Ross because marry? she had no feelings for Barry, so it really wasn't that weird right. for her in that respect. And what season did Ross and Emily get married? Um, at the end of season four. End of th- oh, end of four. So it is two years have gone by, and she's obviously learned a lot as well. You can't hold <laughs> right. people's past decisions against them, really, when it's like she was twenty-five and didn't know any better yeah no but i'm saying i think that that's the difference is that she was in love with ross and so it would be too awkward for her to watch him marry emily but i think part of the reason she was okay with barry is because she really didn't have any feelings towards the subject like she didn't love him it was just more like the awkwardness of overcoming the fact that she ran out on their wedding right yeah 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 so that makes sense um yeah so anyway yeah, so Barry and Mindy are married. Rachel singing the Copacabana, Great. which I Mazel. literally only know that song from this movie because show. of the same. Matt said it's Barry Manilow. Oh, is it? Um, I thought it was like Rat Packy, but yeah, I only know yeah. it from this too. Yeah, I only know it from this, but I do like the name Lola. I think it's cute. Mm. Tony always tended bar in Cuba. Don't watch the episode, guys. Just let Ashley sing to you. Just, let's just let I'm over here dancing. Down. You can't see me, but I'm kind of like got a little like shoulder bob going on right now. Oh, just cute. singing. Um, 
but yeah so guys that's the end of season two. Oh my gosh can we just take a second two whole seasons 48 episodes you clapping she's slow clapping you guys i'm clapping for us i wasn't holding my holding my mic in both both hands because (laughs) my desk isn't working at the moment we're having some technical Um, difficulties as always i don't know if you guys know this but we have technical difficulties before every single episode i don't know if you guys know this but sometimes we're not good at this (laughs) we're consistent but not always great consistently we don't know what we're doing but you knew that already so you're here with us um because Thanks you've been here all... for 48 episodes. 48 episodes. 48 episodes. So, That's insane. Think, big thank you, first of all, to everybody who listens along. We love it. For those of you that write into us on Instagram, write into us on our emails, we love it. We love that you're following along, and we love that we kind of get to know you as well. So mm-hmm. thank you, guys. It's been so fun. I hope that – honestly, I only hope that we like that this gets big one day so that we can be like – these were our loyal fans since the yes. beginning. That's it. Yes. That's the only you want to be OG. Guys. Um, yeah. I will take this time to say if you don't follow us on Instagram, it is Best Friends Club Podcast. That's also our email, our Facebook, and our website. Just add a Gmail or, you know, a dot com. Com. Um, and net. if you if you haven't already, we would absolutely be forever in your debt if you leave us a review on iTunes or Google Podcasts or Spotify. This helps other people who love friends find us. Yeah, which is more easily. Friends is really having a comeback moment. It's so really having a comeback. Could... It's a 25th anniversary. It's a fun time. Yeah. Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston's Aniston. on Instagram now. Instagram. Yeah. So it'd be great if um it would be great if you could do that. And so that way we just pop up in the search and the explore and all that kind of stuff a little bit more. We're gonna change up the way we do our Instagram a little bit. So you should be seeing more fun, funny, nostalgic content that you love mm-hmm. every week on the Insta. So that'll be fun. And if there's anything and you yeah, want from just... us or want to hear or yeah. see always feel free to email us or dm us on instagram like we seriously love hearing from you and we love we both those so it's it's us reading them and reading back like writing back to you guys um yeah and we would just love more people who love friends as much as we all do to join along so i guess that's it for season two this is the wrap party for season two emotional i don't know why there's like still eight more seasons to go but i'm feeling eight more seasons (laughs) oh I feel like we're just really in a good stride. I really like the next season. Everything's so good right now. Even Everything's so good right now. Even Monica and Richard breaking up so leads to a lot of fun stuff. That's right. The characters are good. The stories are good. It's just like everyone's nailing it. So high five, everybody. Just everyone high, high five. five well, thank you for being here, you guys. We will see you in season three. We've made it all the way to 1996, <gasps> oh. I think. We've made it all the way. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, something exciting that's coming up in season three that we can tell people about is we have our very first guest host. We do have our very us. first guest host joining us. So very much looking really forward exciting. to that. Yeah. So stick around. That's coming up shortly. And if you um, want to guest host, just write us and let us know which episode is your fave and we'll try to lock you in. There's a couple considerations, but we'll talk to you about it and we'll do our best. Well, you guys, it's been a wild ride. We'll see you next week. Same time, same place. (laughs)
But we're going to be in season three, so it's totally different. It'll be super different. We'll feel like, wow, don't you feel another season older? No? Yeah, I know. We're going to tell people we're three years and one episode old. Um, But I'm still Renee. That's still Ashley. Mm -hmm. We're still your best friends. Mm -hmm. Forever. And we will still see you next week. And we'll see you next week for season three, episode one, the one with the Princess Leia fantasy. I don't know the Star Wars song. I sing it before. Oh, right. That's the that's the death. Return of the Jedi. Oh, my gosh. Sure. <laughs> oh, if there's anything I know less than Harry Potter, it's Star Wars. So Renee will get up to speed with all of that <laughs> next week. Sure. Great. Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thanks for being here, we'll you guys. See you guys then. Bye. Bye. Bye.